You're listening to the Self Love series brought to you by Sports and Social Mind. In each episode, we will be joined by some of Ireland's inspiring female minds. This week, our host, Jazz Smith, is joined by the wonderful former Miss Ireland model and Dogs Trust ambassador, Holly Carpenter. Thank you so much for joining us, Holly. It's such an honor to have you on here. I'm delighted. I had so much fun the last time I was on, so it's really nice. And I love what you guys are all about. So I'm delighted to be on for the chat. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're like at home alone, you're like, I just want to have the chats. Like I had a four hour Zoom with my friend the other night, my friend Ali. So I'm kind of all about the Zoom chats and everything. Yeah. I think it's nice to use something different because I find like I'm chatting to my friends. I'm like, what is there new to talk about? <laughs> I know. Everyone just ends up trying not to talk about the pandemic and then you yeah. just end up talking about it. Because it's like, like, so like, in your face. Chat about? <laughs> I know. So I guess um, for you, how has it been this lockdown? It's so weird. I think every lockdown has been so different. And I think people kind of look at their last year or two, or no, their last year as in like how they felt in lockdown one, lockdown two, lockdown three. And for me, it's almost like three different people. Um, I think that's kind of the way for a lot of people. But this one has been quite frustrating, I guess, because I think a lot of us didn't expect to be here at this point. So I've probably felt a little bit more fed up at times in this one, but also this is kind of what we're used to as well. So even though I didn't expect it to be this way by now at this stage, I think that like, um, I kind of am just getting on with it. The thought of having like a normal day of what I used to be like, what my day-to-day life used to be like, just seems so alien to me now. So even though I'm just, I miss like hugging people, I miss my family. Like I haven't seen my parents since June. Yeah, of Um, course they're in France, right? Yeah, they're over in France. And I think we just presumed that by Christmas, my brother Ben and I would be able to fly over and this whole thing would kind of be behind us. But the closer we got to the trip, we realized we would have had to go through three airports to get there. And just, we were so worried about bringing something over to our parents and then even bringing something back potentially from France and we just had to have like a family um zoom and just talk about it but like my mum had already started freezing loads of food for Christmas at the time (laughs) and she was so excited she was making all this stuff for us and freezing it and yeah like so it is a weird one but I kind of everyone just has their highs and lows like if you ask me how I feel today it's going to be different to how I feel tomorrow and how I felt yesterday so it is just like this roller coaster yeah for sure for sure I think we can all relate to that Mm, yeah yeah. um you've been sharing a lot of stuff which I think it's really like honest of you about mental health and stuff and how you have been feeling that and I think it's so so brave because again like you know for someone who's um quite familiar to a lot of people on this platform it's nice to relate to somebody else who's in the limelight you know yeah thanks I think like I suppose I always felt like whenever I saw anyone opening up about feeling a certain way, it kind of made me feel a bit less alone and if it made me feel more understood. So when I got to the point that I felt ready to talk about it, I was like overwhelmed with the amount of people who said, God, it's so great to hear someone else say that, that they feel that way and stuff. And even, you know, hearing that back from them was good for me. So like the more people talk, and I know it's kind of like said a lot that like, a problem shared is a problem halved and like yeah. just talking about things and it sounds a bit cliche but I, I actually like when I talked about my anxiety and my experience with depression and that kind of thing I actually felt so much physically lighter it was like I'd taken like a backpack off and I just felt like lighter so yeah. it was amazing yeah I bet you it was just a massive sigh of relief almost yeah because I think I've been quite good at putting on a brave face over the years and yeah. I 
because I was only 19 when I won Miss Ireland and I was doing interviews and doing TV stuff and everything. And I was just used to putting on a full face makeup, plastering a smile on my face and getting it done. And even though I learned so much over those years, I kind of felt like I was living a double life because I'd feel one way when I was at a shoot or at an event and then I'd come home and I had to deal with how I felt when I was just with myself. So it was nice to just explain that to people. And I think I find it easier sometimes just talking to my phone because I can't see thousands of eyes looking back at me just see the camera so sometimes I feel like there might be friends and stuff who watch that and go god I wish you like could have talked to me about that but it actually kind of made me feel like people understood me just even people in my own life just by watching that so it was it was it's great like and I think you know I mean when I was in school no one was talking about any of this stuff so for younger people it's great to have people that are older to look up to and go god okay this is normal this happens it's okay yeah for sure now i think there's definitely um a lot more awareness about it now but i'm just wondering like how do you deal with the pressure and stuff because i know you've been subjected to a bit of like online trolling and stuff as well yeah i mean i'd be lying if i said that it never affects me i think i've been lucky over the years that i've never had it too bad there's definitely people who've had it worse um but it just depends on your mood and your support system i think like when i actually lived in my family home and I would get kind of negative comments, but then I'd have my dinner at 6 p.m. every night, the four of us around the table, and we'd laugh about it. My mom would be like, don't, don't listen to them and stuff. And that was fine, but I think in the first lockdown, I was really vulnerable. It was my first time living on my own. I didn't have my dog, Max, I was single. Yeah. You know, we were told not to have anyone in our house. So then if I ever had anything even slightly negative, I'd just cry because I was so vulnerable at that period anyway. So it just depends how strong I'm feeling at the time. Um, but it's definitely made me more conscious of how I even like would talk about people online. Because yeah. I remember like when I was younger in school, I used to watch reality TV shows and I'd be tweeting or putting on Facebook like, oh my God, your one seems like such a bitch or he seems this way and that. And now I've kind of realized that they're probably watching what people are saying about them online. And you kind of forget that everyone that you're watching on a screen is just someone at home on their phone kind of on their own as well. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, so in terms of that, like, what would you, what would be like your go-to like self-care tips and stuff when you're feeling kind of moments of low? Yeah, well, my initial thing would always be to just ring one of my friends if it gets kind of, because I used to just be quite bad for holding it all in. And I think when like a telltale sign for me, if I'm not in a great place, is like I won't be texting anyone back. So if my friends are noticing that I'm just like not replying, I'm just not even opening messages, that's when they'll know it's like really bad. But I kind of try now to stop myself before that point and I'll just go, you know, I just talk to one of the girls, ring your mum and just because once you talk about it, even as you're saying it, you realise it's not the end of the world. It's not that bad. And I think I just I've never gotten into like meditation or any of that stuff. I'd love to be able to do it, but I just can't get into it. Like I just can't sit still or something. But I do find if I just take a few deep breaths and even just walk my dog max or go like fresh air is so powerful and that's why yeah. it's such a shame that we live in such a rainy climate I know. <laughs> I won't walk in the rain, like but um yeah just things like that and I'm all about like pampering anyway like I um, love just doing yeah like a skincare routine and the process of doing a manicure or a pedicure it's like something to focus on it's kind yeah. of creative it's good for you it's a treat 
So like when I'm doing that, I'll always put my phone on airplane mode because the yeah. sound of notifications on my phone actually gives me anxiety some days. Um. So like, it's so bad because my phone's always on silent and I regularly lose my phone. So it's not ideal, but I just like to have that kind of silence. And we have a lot more of that now. I, d I don't think I realized how high intensity like my life was before, like always rushing for me to be like stuck in traffic, you know, going from this place, that place, trying to meet this person. And now everything's a lot slower. So yeah I think it's kind of easier to deal with things now at this pace in a way and then yeah. obviously when things lift again and we're able to go back into the real world it's not like a gate is just going to open and things are going to be mad like we are going to be kind of eased into it so that's kind of nice but yeah I think for me anyway sorry your question was how do I deal with it would be a lot of like pampering basically. yeah yeah it's so therapeutic though yeah Isn't it? time for yourself I also see um your fellow sea swimmer yeah now any of my friends who watch this <laughs> Well, no, I don't swim very far. Okay. I will like run in and get under and then just yeah. like float around. Because when I was like much younger, when I was like a child, I was terrified of my swimming teacher. She was actually really <laughs> scary. Yeah. So, and I was really God. tall, but I was still the, the only one in the shallow end that didn't want to go to the deep end because she taught at the deep end. And I was just like, no. So like I, all the kids were like this height and I was like here. <laughs> I was like, no. So I don't really swim that well, but I love the feeling of just running into the sea. and. Um, yeah. So I did my first one kind of since Christmas a few, maybe three weeks ago. And it definitely helps. Like I, I know a lot of people who do it like every day and yeah. they just look incredible. It's so good for your skin, so good for your soul. But um, yeah, so I mean, the sea is like 6K away from me, but I think with restrictions and stuff, obviously we have to stay in our five kilometers. But if something is that good for your mental health and it's like tiny bit out of your 5K, I wouldn't say no. So I have gone out to Sandy Mount as well. But um, it'll just be nice when you don't have to worry about that either. And you can kind yeah. of stay there in your county. No, no, I'm the same because it's just a little outside mine as well. But like, it's been my absolute savior throughout this, like each lockdown. I just, yeah. I can't live without my swims, <laughs> even though yeah. I can't swim very well myself. That's but I just, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, you feel so much better afterwards, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I don't think I've ever gone in and had a day where I've jumped in and still felt shit afterwards. Exactly, yeah. That, like fresh, it wakes you up and like, I think you're focusing so much on your breathing as well because it's so cold yeah. that you forget about what's going on in your head, you know? Yeah, you can't actually think about anything else. And I think at the moment people have so many, like we're kind of bombarded with so many different things at the moment and you're worrying about this and you're thinking about that. And then, so once you're like in that freezing water, you literally can't even be thinking about anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, obviously, you know, you're no stranger to the limelight. You've done um, Britain's Next Top Model. You were former Miss Ireland. Mm -hmm. But I've seen recently you were doing something with a charity. Would you be able to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I've actually, um, well, there's two charities that I've signed up to work with this year. I'm usually only kind of mainly focused on Dogs Trust. I've yeah. been working with them for 10 years. Right. Um, I know it's so weird, but it's been 10 years working with them, like five dogs later. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, I'm like a crazy dog lady. Yeah. But um, I'm working with Fighting Blindness is one of the charities. Okay, and cool. also um, with the Breast Cancer um, Charity, sorry, um, to focus on Daffodil Day. Yeah. So Breast Cancer Ireland. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be working with them. There's two things like that I'm kind of, I have a big interview coming out on the 21st with Breast Cancer Ireland, no, sorry, with the Irish Cancer Society. Yeah. And then um, 
with fighting blindness, I'm learning a new sport, which I'm going to be kind of revealing tomorrow. So that's very like... Yeah, I'm dying to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I see it on your Instagram. I was like, hmm, I wonder. I know. Because like, I'm not the sportiest person at all. Yeah. Like I like fitness. I love the gym. I really miss the gym. Um, but I'll be revealing that tomorrow. And it's definitely something people do not associate me with. So that'll be kind of exciting. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure along with many others as well. Yeah. Um, it's scary. Yeah. Oh, don't be. Look, I'm sure you'll be great. Um, and obviously it's something else to just be doing, you know? Like, that's, this is it. Like, yeah. like, making up random hobbies. <laughs> to just get through it. Listen, I've become a DIY queen myself and I see you have. You've inspired me now. I want to paint my wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it made such a difference. Oh my God, yeah. And it's also really therapeutic to paint as well. It's really relaxing. But I've been living in this house in Stony Batter now for a year. Yeah. And I've kind of started now to like at this point to go, right, what do I want to do here? Yeah. And I'm glad I took my time because your taste changes so much and you kind of get so many different ideas. So, yeah, just painting my room and like getting new little scented candles, a little salt lamp, a few plants. And I just think because we're spending so much time at home, it's really nice to actually make your home environment really nice. Oh, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to even be expensive, like even just the difference in putting some soft lighting and lighting an incense for me I've always been really sensitive to light and I just find you know even when you walk into a room and the lighting is just not right yeah. and it's just I just can't cope with that so I just like to make my house really cozy so yeah. my room is nearly finished I need to move along now and um, with another bit but yeah it's kind of nice to focus on stuff at home because we are kind of at home a lot lately yeah no for sure um also how exciting i see you've recently found love yes <laughs> how has dating during lockdown been because i'm sure many of us um i myself have struggled with it <laughs> yeah it's at the start like when did lockdown start yeah this time last year yeah. i was fully single then um and i was kind of still on the apps and stuff because i think with everything happening, people kind of realised they can't meet people out of night, so they would go yeah. on the dating apps, and that was kind of handy. But also, like, you weren't really that keen to meet up with someone if they lived really far away or there was nowhere to go. So a lot of my friends at the moment are facing that. But I feel like when you are dating in lockdown, it's kind of a little bit more paired back and you get to know people a lot faster. Yeah. So, like, even, you know, you could have a date where you're going for a swim or you're going for a hike and... I mean, before this, if I was going on a date with someone and they asked me to go for a swim or to go for a hike, I probably would have been like, let's just go for a drink, yeah. <laughs> you know, and now it's like so normal. So, yeah, like I didn't expect to meet someone during a pandemic, um, but I somehow did. And yeah, I'm really happy at the moment. Oh, that's good. I'm delighted for you. Well, thanks. Yeah, no, I think um, it's definitely hard. Uh, I've tried the online dating thing. I just think... It's just like it can be quite either intense or just really awkward. Yeah, I feel like as well, because there's such a gap between matching and actually meeting up, sometimes yeah. somewhere along the way it kind of fizzles. And like that happened to me as well before. And although like you kind of end up talking so long, you'll get a sense of whether you want to meet up with them or not too, which can be good. Um, but I think that like this whole thing of like daytime sober dates will actually carry through to normal life because... Yeah. 
when you think back to like I think back to first dates I've had where I'd be all like nervous and excited about it all week I might like get a new outfit I'd be all like getting ready for hours dedicate my Friday or Saturday night to them and you know within the first minute of arriving whether you're really like attracted to them and then an hour in you might be like okay this is not for me so I kind of feel like it's actually better to just meet up with people go for a walk even if it's an hour coffee and so I think that like this will definitely change the dating game for people um, but I also feel like as well, with everything that happened, it made me reset what I was actually looking for because like times were tough and we were all going through it. I just realized I want to be with someone that I can actually talk about things with. I can get upset in front of them. I can share my worries with. I can be myself. Whereas I think before it might have been a bit more materialistic and I might have just been attracted to good looking people on nights out and just been like, whatever, you know, but then like I'm turning 30 this year. So it's not like I'm like still 21, but I'm also not like thinking about marriage or babies or anything. Yeah. Yet. I still am not ready for any of that at all. But um, yeah, so it's kind of an interesting one. I'm, I'm always like mad to hear about dating stories from my friends because a few of them actually have been on a few nice dates as well like daytime ones which wouldn't yeah. be the case before yeah no I think there's definitely that positivity from it now whereas before as you said like everyone just would have went out met people for drinks so it's nicer to connect with people on a deeper level now for sure yeah definitely like I'd remember one of my friends was Evan. He, like, I'd always tell him, do you know Evan Doherty, the photographer? Yeah. I'd always end up going into his studio, like, the day after a date, like, because I'd always be in town, and he'd be like, well, how was it? And I'll be kind of hung over, and I'd be like, oh, he was gas. And he'd be like, Holly, was he gas? Or were you, <laughs> were you just really drunk, and you were gas, and you were laughing at your own jokes? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably what oh, I We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, like, slapping my thigh at my own jokes in the day, like... He was so funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, um, and please tell me all about Max. I know you've adopted him now. Yes, I have. I When I first got him, I kind of said to my parents, I fostered this dog and just going to have him for a few weeks. And they were like, Holly, this is what happened with Juno, our other dog. And I was like, no, honestly, this time I'm just going to have him for a while. So... <laughs> Yeah, he actually really did wonders for my mental health because, there was, so. yeah, there were days as well where I was just like, I don't know if I really want to go for a walk on my arse, but he's there and he's like scratching at the door first thing in the morning. So you have no choice but to go out and it's kind of nice to have that responsibility too and I have to feed him and mind him and, you know, it's like the closest thing to having a child I've ever experienced, um, which is obviously not the same thing, but he's just a pet, like, and he is trouble as well like he he can be really bold but like I can't really stay mad at him I'm not the best um yeah. brainer there's my boyfriend there telling me the score of the Man United <laughs> game who do you support Man United okay <laughs> do you as well no <laughs> I actually don't have really that much interest in football yeah. but if I was support anyone probably be Arsenal yeah okay yeah um sorry so just want to have a look and see is there any can i get max yeah please do where is he maxie <laughs> max is her dog <laughs> not her boyfriend <laughs> there he is hello max oh <laughs> look at him he's so cute He's like, Mom, what do you do? I love his eyebrows. They're so gas. And they have, like, his eyebrows are better than mine. 
Oh, he's so cute. I'm dying to get a dog. It is so, like, I've always had dogs. I grew up and um, I got a dog for my seventh birthday, okay. but she ended up living until I was 23. Oh, wow. So I had her, like, all through primary school, all through the whole of secondary school. And, like, it went from coming out of, like, junior infants, or no, whatever age I was, when, like, she'd be there collecting me after school. And then I'd be coming home from barcode and like random nights out and I'd be making toasties and I'd be there with Molly. Like, <laughs> her name was Molly. So it was really confusing because it's a variety of names. But um, yeah, so I think dogs are so good, but it's obviously such a big commitment as well. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, that's why fostering is great because you get to have them for a while. And I don't think people realize how expensive it can be as well yeah. with like dog food and all that kind of thing. So that's why I'm kind of worried about a lot of the dogs that have, people have got while they're working from home. Yeah, I know. I do think that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm dying to get one, but my son is not too convinced. And I'm kind of like, right, I want him to really want one because yeah. he has to be out picking up the dog poo as well, not just me. So yeah, I'm trying to push it on him, but it's not happening just yet. It's usually the other way around. I know. Yeah. I know. No, he's just like totally focused on games. That's his life. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess what other questions I had was, um, what are you looking uh, most forward to after we're out of this whole fiasco? I suppose like when I think of like my perfect normal day post lockdown, yeah, I really just want to have a, a Sunday roast with my mum and dad and my brother and just to feel like we're all there we're not worried about being too close we can pass the gravy around without worrying and like do you know that kind of thing and just yeah. feel like I can see my family and I'm dying my mum and dad will hopefully be home in September but if I get the vaccine before then I can go over and see them and um, hopefully I don't know what the story's gonna be and then also just you know those kind of like random spontaneous days where you might just go to your friend let's just get a coffee and then you're walking along you meet your other friend you're like let's get a drink and it's all just kind of like you can actually just have a bit more control over your life I think right now it's really strange that none of us can really decide what we can do we're all very kind of you know confined and I understand it's for the best but I just look forward to when we can actually just do what we want because I just love doing whatever I want I know it's just the uncertainty of it all like not knowing whether to plan holidays this summer like vacations and stuff yeah like I was like I went onto the sale of one of the airlines and I booked a holiday but I'm just gonna see I think it's free to keep pushing it back so like um it's just nice to even have something on the calendar even if you kind of know it probably won't happen but yeah yeah, it's definitely just having something to look forward to, I think, makes all the difference. And just obviously, because we don't at the moment, it's like, are we going to be out by June or whatever, July? Or, I know. You know just even, I know. like, I think it, it does make you realise what's important, though, because, like, as much as I'm dying to get to, like, a club or whatever, I just want to be hugging people, like, anyone on the street. <laughs> yeah, I just miss that. And I miss, like, because at the moment there's this weird, like, barrier between us all and you know when you bump into someone you know I'm like borderline have social anxiety because I don't know how close to go to them and it's like when someone's walking towards you on the path you're like doing all this and it's just like really edgy and so I just miss that kind of thing but I definitely agree that like it's made me realize what was important and I used to be so reliant on like so many things for confidence like getting my hair done my brows my facials new outfits all this stuff and even though I still do a lot of that kind of stuff at home because I enjoy it I actually kind of realized that like I can actually just be myself I don't need all of that to be confident and I'm kind of glad like that I have 
met someone while I'm this version of myself and I've also made friends with neighbours and because in Stony Batter in the first lockdown a lot of people were drinking outside on the roads we were all just like hey because we have that gorgeous weather yeah I made friends and it wasn't just like drunken friends and nights out that you never see again like I formed real bonds that I'm still friends with now a year later so I think it's kind of taught me a lot and I think we've all kind of weirdly grown up loads I feel like I've aged about 10 years in the last six months but like yeah it's just been a whirlwind hopefully like when this all ends we'll look back in a few years and have some sort of way of giving it a positive spin and being like you know what this is something that happened to me that was really good from it and and we can just like block out the bad memories (laughs) yeah I think that's such a really good outlook to have in it because I know we can look at this and we're all doing it like as you said you know I'm definitely on a roller coaster of emotions but I think if you do try and look at it as a like you know look at the positives as best as we can like and how much we've grown from it and everything like because it is a shitty time but like I've seen such a change in myself my friends and stuff and I definitely think although it's been so tough like we're better for us yeah I definitely agree it's just put things into perspective like you said and I don't know I think everything's going to be so different after this but probably for the better yeah Mm. Um, sorry, I'm just reading a message there from Jake. He asks, are you nervous to go back to normality? Um, I think if you were to tell me that like tomorrow it would just all be normal, I would definitely have a panic attack. I'd be so like overwhelmed. Yeah. But I think that the fact that it's going to be slow, I think it's going to be nice. I am nervous that things are going to open up and then they're going to tell us they're closing again. I don't think I can do that again. Like yeah. that's just where everyone gets so frustrated and I just want them to like really do it properly this time that we, we're all clear the vaccines are out and everything like that but I think I'm more excited than nervous probably yeah I think I think I'm probably 90% excited 10% nervous yeah yeah which is understandable of course it's a, yeah. a weird situation altogether I know um so if you had any advice for your pre-COVID self what would that be Oh my God. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> I think, um, well, I think in the first lockdown, I definitely, I don't know, I didn't cope well at all. And I thought that it was just this holiday and I was like, it's fine. And I was like drinking loads. And yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone was drinking loads. And like, I just was like, whatever. But I didn't realize that like the hangovers were actually making me so much worse um, and just making the anxiety worse and stuff. So I actually kind of wish I could tell myself that this is going to be for a year. Yeah. Even though like I'm glad that like we had the whole ignorance is bliss thing. But I feel like I would have probably told myself just to kind of try and take it day by day because I was very obsessed with watching the news, trying to work out how much longer it was going to last, like trying to think, okay, we only probably have another month of this. And it was constant disappointments because it kept going on. So I feel like if I had known that it was going to be longer, I probably would have been more relaxed. So I definitely would have told myself to keep it in the day, which is something that I still struggle with now. I just always am thinking about tomorrow, no matter what day it is. I'm worried about next week, I'm worried about tomorrow, I'm worried about an hour's time. So like, I just think like trying to be more present would have helped me. Yeah, no, I think a lot of us can take that on board as well, because I know myself, like I was addicted to the watching the news. I'd never watched the news so much. Me neither. I was like six (laughs) o'clock at the Angelus. It wasn't good for me. Yeah, no, definitely not. I think it has such a bad effect on my mental health, mm. but um, I eventually switched it off. <laughs> yeah, same. I haven't been watching it. Like, you kind of can't escape it. Yeah. I get enough information on Twitter and the radio and stuff, yeah. so I don't need to watch. Like, because I think the Irish have this kind of bad habit of 
being really negative on the news and like instead yeah. of showing us videos of people coming out getting their vaccine being like I'm elated I'm so happy yeah. and like that's what we need to be seeing but instead they're just being like oh someone else died and it's yeah. like okay that's obviously really tragic but try and give people a bit of hope yeah no I totally agree um sorry we have another message there um Swifty knows she says what's going on with Miss Ireland and their bogey rules <laughs> oh yeah that was a big kind of controversy yeah so like Obviously, that's kind of with um, they kind of were doing this whole thing where you could pay for votes in the final. And also the Miss World rules state that people who enter can never have been pregnant um, is the way that it's worded. So crazy. I know. And I honestly think like 10 years since I was Miss Ireland, 10 yeah. years, I thought that things would have kind of moved in the right direction. Things may have changed, but they're just still the same. So. I'm glad that people came out and they're they're feeling like they can kind of express that they don't think this is right. And I hate to think of girls all around the world who may have been pregnant, they may have a child, they may not anymore, whatever their circumstances, that they can't enter because of that. Mm -hmm. And I remember giving so many interviews where I said that, you know, this pageant is about representing women. It's strong, intelligent, brave women from different countries and stuff. But like, if they want to represent a well-rounded woman, then it has to be a woman of every type. Like, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's this whole thing of like, the perfect woman is like a virgin almost. It's like that yeah. kind of Stone Age thing. So I think it's great that people are talking out about it. And I'd love to see some changes, but I think most of the issue comes from the actual head of Miss World. So um, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I do think that these pageants are losing their relevance quite yeah. rapidly so if they don't get with the times then they're just going to be a thing of the past and no one's really going to even care about them anymore so they either need to change their rules or just kind of accept that they only may have like a year or two left and then they won't be relevant like yeah yeah no for sure um sorry we have another one here have you learned anything new since having all this extra time no no i'm joking <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've learned so much i feel like no i haven't gone and learned a new language or learned yoga or anything nothing really like that but I've learned so much about myself and so much about my friends I think like my overall relationships with people I've learned like who you can kind of rely on who I'm like turned to who I'm reaching out to and checking out on and I'm not like if I don't hear from someone for a few weeks I'm not instantly annoyed with them I'm kind yeah. of very conscious that we're all going through it but I also feel like I've learned a lot about what kind of friendship means to me what I'm looking for people who do I feel safe with who do I kind of feel like I can trust and it's like I think I'm kind of quite a cutthroat person anyway with friends and there's only so many strikes until I'm just like I feel a bit done with people because I can kind of give and give and I can be very trusting and then if you don't get it back it's really it can be you can feel really shit so I think because I'm turning 30 this year I'm taking like a real look at like my life and like who's in it how's it going and just like yeah, I think I've just learned to hit the pause button and just look around me more. Whereas I think I was always just moving so fast. I didn't really take in like how I felt after spending time with certain people or, you know, could I trust this person? I was just kind of very naive to everything. So I've definitely learned to just hit pause and check in with myself more. And that's been so important, even if it's just 10 seconds, because I think after doing that, you just make better decisions. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, we can all relate to that. I know I can myself. I feel like this has definitely been such a big like reflection period for me mm. and I know for many others like to just look back and kind of see like what's serving you and what's not and like where your energy and stuff and focus is going into um so I think it's been amazing 
um, in that regard, definitely. No, definitely, yeah. Like, I think it's it's nice to go through this at the age that I'm at as well, because I feel for people who are like teenagers and, you know, at that age, it's so important to physically be around your friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel sad for people who might have been like, they're stressing about the leaving cert, thinking they might not have a Debs. All those things are so important at that age. Yeah. But I think to be like in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, you're kind of in a different stage and you're just able to remind yourself that things are going to get better and you're more sure of yourself. So yeah. like, I don't envy the students right now with everything going on and stuff. But um, I think that we're at the final hurdle now. So it's yeah. just like the end is in sight. Whereas in second lockdown, I just didn't see any kind of light at the end of the tunnel. I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, but with this one, like people are getting vaccinated now. Things yeah. are going to open again. Like we're coming into the summer. The days are getting longer. The morning's getting brighter. Yeah. So it's just easier right now, I think, for people to kind of try. And I don't get me wrong. I still have days where I'm like crying for no reason. I just want to spend Jerry's and not talk to them. <laughs> put my phone on airplane mode. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't have the healthiest coping mechanisms. But sometimes actually just even having a day where you just like need to look after number one it's totally yeah. fine i think the irish think that it's selfish to do that but it's actually yeah. not like, you know that's no it's yeah so, exactly so important you have to put yourself first because i mean yeah. like if you don't put yourself first you've got like nothing else to give anyone else you know that's 100 yeah so yeah it's just a mad mad few years and i think we all kind of thought that 2021 was going to be like <laughs> way yeah. more steady and normal and it's been such a bizarre year so far only a couple of months in but um yeah I don't know I think yeah like you said we've learned so much this year so I won't kind of take anything I w I'll kind of forget the bad times and just take the good lessons with me after yeah. Well. yeah no that's great um sorry we have one from Phoebe here she says do you think things will ever be the same as before everything seems like it will be so difficult going forward from here I think like some things will probably never be the same like yeah. maybe they just won't I don't know um but I obviously think like I think eventually they will but we're not going to go right into like being at massive festivals or yeah. you know stuff like that I can't imagine happening in the near future but like 2022 I don't know um I think like it is going to change the world forever and it, I mean I guess maybe when you're in the airport you might have to wear a mask or there's going to probably still be hand sanitizer everywhere but I don't see too many negative changes coming from it. If anything, like, like what harm can that do? Just using a bit of hand sanitizer, wearing yeah, a mask. That's good. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of worry that some people will be really anxious going forward, maybe because they're more used to being in their bubble and maybe some people will feel overwhelmed in crowds and stuff. But I think if everyone just eases themselves in, yeah. um, then we'll feel fine. Like, cause it is going to be a slow process, which is probably for the best in a way. Yeah, no, I think that's some really good advice because I've definitely felt like even bumping into people like I'm such a normally confident, bubbly person. Yeah. I've been a bit like have a social anxiety, like I don't know how to talk to people again or something. I'm just yeah. like, awkward around people. So I, I think I'm even going to find it really hard. Yeah. As as I'm dying to get out there. I think it's going to be, it's yeah. a weird one. I'm looking forward to just having like dinner parties and having yeah. drinks like locally and just starting it that way but like even yeah. like whenever I bump into people now I just feel like I just keep making really weird jokes and like I just they're not funny like but I just kind of like really <laughs> know and then you're thinking afterwards like, why did I say I know that? I was like why did I say that and then I'm like howling laughing and no one else is but like that will pass hopefully it's not gonna be like I don't think our personalities are gonna fully change yeah. after this but yeah it's just gonna be kind of strange 
No, I know you're a fellow Libra like myself. So oh, the best. My mom's a Libra too. Is she? So is my son. Yeah. Oh my god! And my best friend Kate. She's in Sydney. Yeah. She's Libra. Libra's the best. I'm obsessed with stars. Yeah. So yeah. Oh me too. Oh, they're just amazing. Like, I'm trying to get all my friends and stuff into it now. And some of them are kind of like, oh, my God, it actually makes sense. I'm like, see, I told you. And the yeah, everything. literally. The minute oh. one of my friends meets a new boy, I'm like, what sign is he? Yeah. And I'll, like, Google it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I have this little book. And I swear by it. Like, I took it from my mom from years ago. And, like, it's so old. But anytime I start dating someone, I'm like, okay, and um, what does this say about them? Mm, I don't know if we go together. And I have to kind of just, like, tee that out. But usually the book is right. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. Like, me and Scorpios are in no. So, like, it always yeah. is true. Yeah, my ex is a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> that's Bye. why they're next. <laughs> yeah. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Um, so, we have a few more here. Um, will you ever have a drink on the streets again? That's my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> He's a few doors down. <laughs> So I met, him, yeah, I met him drinking out in the street. Um, yeah, definitely. Like Stony Batter's gas, when the sun comes out, everyone's just dragging their chairs outside. And they're What's like, hey. yeah, so um, definitely 100%, probably like this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it seems like such a cool neighborhood to be a part of. Yeah, there's loads of people just like chatting to each other and stuff. That's so it's um, Sorry. Has it ever been a better time to be a woman? <laughs> No, it's always a good time to be a woman. <laughs> always, we're the best. Always a good time. Um, where is the first place you will travel to, assuming we can fly? Well, obviously I have to say France, because yeah. I'm probably watching. Um, so France to see my parents, but I'm really hoping to get to Mykonos this summer. I've never been. Yeah, so, and I've been to Greece before, but I was only like 21 and I went to EOS and stuff. Yeah. But I'd love to go to Mykonos in September. Um, so that would be like the goal. That's where I really, really want to go. Okay, fab. Yeah, I think that's definitely on my bucket list as well. Mm. I don't know if I'll get there this summer. I don't know. Do you know? I don't even know where I'd pick to go. I just, <laughs> I just want to be out. I just want to hold people. <laughs> I know. I just want to be in the sun as yeah. well. Yeah, and yeah. no more fake tan. Yeah. Hopefully, the weather is as good as it was last this time last year. I'm There's my dad. My dad's like, good answer, France. I would have been in so oh, much Carl. trouble. Hi, Dad. I would have been in so much trouble if I didn't say France. <laughs> um, Joan asked, what star sign is your boyfriend? He is a Leo. Okay. So, yeah, it's a good match. I yeah. Googled it in the bathroom of our face. <laughs> oh, my God, you're literally me. Yeah. I'm like, is this going to happen tonight? Are we going to be a good match? Yeah, no. <laughs> So yeah, I always try to get that question in. So when's your birthday? Yeah, so when were you <laughs> born? Sorry, one second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, thank you so much for coming on and joining us. It's been well, so thanks for having me. I could chat for like another two hours. I know, I know. I'm the same, only I have to go put my son to bed soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Listen, thank you so much for everyone for watching. Thank you, Holly. You've been amazing. Well, thanks, Charles. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. No problem. I'll chat to you soon.